Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. The best thing that the Hot Springs Village Community Foundation does is to support local nonprofits that benefit large, large numbers of people. And in the recent uh, years, we've had a real strong focus on food insecurity. And I know that many people are deeply aware of the levels of poverty that exist in the Washita region. Um, as many as 80% of children going to some of our area schools are eligible for free lunch program and up to one-third of children in Garland County live in poverty. That's just an astonishing statistic. And so putting food on the table every day is a, a real challenge. And I think I'm going to click this so it gets off my screen there. And so what is more fundamental than helping people stay uh, up to par with their food provision. They, they, you know, to feed your kids, put food on the table, to have your family nourished and uh, help people find affordable uh, food. So, and it's not just the kids and the families out there someplace. There are plenty of folks who live right here within the village who also experience food insecurity. We use that term because it's different than starvation. You know, these people aren't experiencing famine. They are food insecure. They're not sure where the next meal is going to come from. So uh, that's true in the village. There are plenty of folks who are aging. They may be uh, have lost their spouse. They're living alone. The very act of cooking is not fun. And especially cooking for one, and it's hard to, the groceries are getting more expensive. So even, even, us old ladies here in the village, we have our food insecurities from time to time too. So how do you address that? You know, where do you go? And the baseline, the best line in our region is the Project Hope Food Bank. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it is an astonishing, wonderful operation that just sort of grew organically and <clears throat> managed to get this huge warehouse that is uh, on a volunteer basis. You know, they get it rent free and they get uh, support from all kinds of organizations around the state. I know Christ of the Hills uh, 
United Methodist Church gave them, I think, $25,000 at one point for, you know, a big refrigeration unit. And um, uh, Holy, uh, Holy Trinity, I think, gave them $35,000 to buy a refrigerated truck. You know, so people really pitch in and chime in and help out so that they've got this big warehouse and they, they scowl the region, you know, all the states around trying to find the lowest prices for food and bring it into the warehouse. And then they box it up and ship it out. And so all of these pantries around our community, the backpack program for kids out of the Jesseville School District, the Faith Fellowship Pantry, Food Pantry, Jackson House, all of these programs, you know, you think, oh, they're doing these great things. Well, they do it with the food that comes from the Project Hope Food Bank. And so that's the source. It's like going to ground zero when you're trying to tackle uh, the, the problem of food insecurity in the community. Let me introduce, let me introduce. And that is Miss Jane Browning from, <laughs> from the Hot Springs Village Community Foundation Fund. And she has a lot to tell you about the village. And first we need to I will finish up the point here real quick. And I, I love the, knowing that the, I knew that we had the backpack uh, format. And I remember uh, about 15 years ago, I was working at Rock Creek in Little Rock, and we would make hundreds, hundreds, even some weeks, a thousand or more backpacks. And there would be, you were just thinking backpacks for kids, and there would be peanut butter, all kinds of things. And you think, okay, well, this, this kid may have food insecurity over the weekend. They're going to get food Tuesday, but they're not going to get food over the weekend, maybe. And so this would be a, a providing thing that you would hand over. And when you would realize yeah, you're not just feeding this child. A lot of times the family's helping to eat this too, right. because this is the food that they had at that moment. So right. Jane, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah, I, I got your point and we need to come back, talk back to about the community foundation in just a second. What's the overarching group that we get to with this? And you are the, the chairperson or the, what's your title? Executive the, director. Executive director for the yeah. community foundation. And mm, there is a misnomer. There is a misnomer in the village that that the people that are on the community foundation, they're just these wealthy people just giving away money. I don't think anything could be further from the truth. This is a lot of grassroots efforts where people just put their nickels and dimes together. And, and you know the people in the village. As soon as they see a need, they're happy to help. Is that correct? That's absolutely true. There's just hardly a more generous group of folks anywhere that I've ever met who really rise to the occasion. And they're very, very sensitive to the community around them and the needs that they see. Um, almost everybody from the village comes from someplace else. There are certainly native Arkansans who live here, but, oh, look at you, you're one of them. I'm, I came I'll from see. Benton just down the street. Well, I grew up in Omaha. My husband grew up in Jackson, Michigan, la la la. You know, we're, all of us are from all over the place. And, uh, most of us, you know, grew up in kind of middle class situations. And, you know, this is an affluent community. There's no no getting around that. It's, you know, these people are comfortably well off and they're very touched by what they see in the surrounding communities, the deprivations that some of these kids have to experience. And we're wonderful through our property taxes. You know, we support Fountain Lake and Jesseville school districts. And to look at those campuses, you think, boy, this is this is a great school, you know. But when you examine the lives of the kids who are attending those classes, you know, they come from some 
you know, a wide ranging set of backgrounds, very rural uh, in many cases, you know, where it's, uh, you know, kind of touch and go. And they, they uh, often uh, can use a little bit of extra help, either through the schools or through the, that Cedar Mountain Boys and Girls Club that uh, deals with kids from both of those school districts who go there after school. They have a backpack program at Cedar Mountain. And uh, you know, just the, the, the village responds to those needs. Now, that's not to say that we don't support other uh, elements of life and culture. There's a lot of uh, musical programs. We gave the, the village players, we're giving them a grant to get new microphones for Woodland Auditorium because they don't meet the standards that the FCC has for people listening, you know, through their uh, hearing aids and so on. So we're exactly. getting them new microphones. So it's a wide range of interests. But I just to put an uh, underscore under the Project Hope Food Bank, everybody is more aware, I think, of the Arkansas Food Bank out of Little Rock which is a great and wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. But I want everybody to know that down there in Hot Springs, we've got Project Hope Food Bank as well. Well, and we talk about that. And it's obviously, it's an a, a, <clears throat> Arkansas Food Bank is a statewide thing, but this is more of a community-based. And I know, and, and I wanted to come back, the, the Hot Springs Foundation, the Community Foundation is actually part of the Arkansas Community Foundation. Is that correct? That is correct. And, and, and if you'll bear... If you'll bear with me, I'll go into a little bit of the, sure. the history and uh, rationale for having community foundations in the first place. It's a movement that sprang up on a national basis in the early 80s, I would say. Uh -huh. But um, prior to that time, you know, you'd go into the bank officer, the trust officer in the bank, and he'd have a file drawer full of folders that were personal trusts, you know, little family trusts that yeah. had you know, some money there that was designated to go out to scholarships or to the Animal Welfare League or something like that. But if you were a nonprofit searching for funding, you'd have to go visit every bank and every trust officer and say, what you got in your drawer? <laughs> and so the community foundation said, just turn that drawer over to us. And we will have one giant umbrella where all of these little funds, these endowments uh, uh, can have shelter in one place. We can put them all together financially and have this um, benefit of the scale of funds. There, the Arkansas Community Foundation, like 40 years after it came into being, has $600 million under management. Wow. 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 And, and, and we need to cover this. It's an overarching foundation. And when you have a foundation or a trust or anything like this, you obviously have to file paperwork. You have to file your taxes. You have to go through a whole bunch of paperwork and every little bitty community foundation having to do that could get kind of expensive or kind of maybe that's right. always this get... is the, the community foundation handles all of the administrative work that's involved with this. Exactly. And boy, which are is, they good at that. They, yeah. they, they have got an extremely professional staff up there in Little Rock. And then there are these 29 affiliates scattered around the state. Can you, you want to pull this up, the screen up a little bit? Sure, look sure, sure. Can we scoot down we a little can, more? Yeah. Yeah, we can see that map and see where they're spread Oh, I can around. go back up to the map. I'm we sorry. Lost I, yeah. 
Do you want me to go back to the map for just a second? Yeah, why don't you? Sure, 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 happily. And I may have to get us out of the way for just a second. <laughs> okay. uh, hang on. Affiliates. Affiliates, yep. There we go. There we go. And there's a copy of the map that yeah. shows all the different counties in the state and where the foundations That's all are. All these different places have got the community foundations where there are letters in the counties. And so each one of us has got our little umbrella that has got a certain number. I think we have 50 different uh, endowments oh. under management here in the village. And these are uh, things ranging from the Hot Springs Village Community Foundation for the Veterans Memorial. Yeah. Okay. That's dedicated to the upkeep of the Veterans Memorial. We have a Friends of the Coronado Center Library, Library Services Endowment. And it started out with a $10,000 gift. And then the that threw off interest. They got reinvested every year and it grew and grew. Now there's $35,000 oh, wow. in that endowment. And the money it threw off this year, $1,400 in interest that the friends of the library spent on big print books for oh. the library. So <clears throat> that's that's how these endowments operate. And there, there are personal ones, you know, individual husband and wife put together a trust fund, this endowment fund that they can dedicate to children or can dedicate to the Jesseville School District or can dedicate to food insecurity, whatever their designated area of interest is. Or, and they or, can change it over time. Or to, the, or to the library or to the Veterans Fund or That's make their right. own, right? They, they, they make up their own determination as a donor-directed endowment. And then that's not all. But there's wait, there's also, more. Uh, there's more. There's the Giving Tree Fund. Now, this is uh, an annual grant application process. That's a, it's, it's a little pot of money. We gave away $57,000 this year. Not huge money, but this is the village. You know, it's, it's a little bit of money. And uh, the Giving Tree, it, you make application through this website that we're showing up here. Uh-huh. Uh, every year in August, uh, you can come to the Village Community Foundation and make a request for a specific thing, like the microphones for the Village players. That was uh -huh. their specific request this year. Oh. And a uh, little grant committee gets together and reviews all the applications and then the you know write the checks. And so 26 different nonprofits are receiving little awards this fall for special, special projects. So that's in addition to the endowments that have their designated uh, donor-directed activities. What a great idea. And, and so let me read this here as I see it. And I'm a, I'm a very simple guy, but let me follow this. Okay. We, ha we have income and we have outgo. And in between that, the, the Arkansas Community Foundation, part of the Village Association, actually oversees and manages those funds and is charged with doing all the paperwork and, 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 and increasing that amount. But if you have donors that want to don donate or if you have people that, that know of a need, how do I contact? What do we do? Well, you can contribute in a variety of ways. You can, we have memberships. It's a membership association. We're the only one of the 29 affiliates that mm. has a membership that mm. way. But a $65 for an individual and uh, you can, you know, that's just a way of donating. You become a member 
of the community foundation. And that's $65 a year. That's right. And we'll, we'll show you our appreciation that our appreciation ceremony, you know, is it, and you get a discount on our fundraisers and stuff like that, but you become a member. That's how you support. You can contribute to the effort and that goes into that giving tree fund that are awarded to local nonprofits and you can create your own endowment. That's another way you can get involved with it. You put that $10,000 seed in there to grow an endowment. You can uh, contribute, just make a contribution to uh, one of the existing endowments. There are a number of churches in the village that have bought their own endowment. Sacred Heart, Holy Trinity, you know, that, that, that if you, know, you want to give to your church, uh, this is a you know, a fund multiplier way of hmm. making a contribution because you're putting it into this fund that's generating uh, more income over time. In perpetuity. In perpetuity. Oh, I love that word. <laughs> that's right. And uh, so the other way to contribute to our work is to participate in our major fundraiser each year, which is a concert put on a concert in March, March the 28th, mark your calendars. And we're going to have a twofer. This year, we've got a band that is going to do a country concert in the afternoon. There'll be a dinner that you can uh, participate in in between concerts. And in the evening, it's going to be a Neil Diamond uh, concert. Yeah. So, um, that's every year we have this concert, raise money doing that. And that again goes into the Giving Tree Fund that supports the food bank and all the rest of these wonderful nonprofits. So if we know somebody who has a need, what do we do? If you say, you know, I've, I've run across an issue and what, what could we do? Well, I, I suggest you come and chat with me and we'll see what kind of match there is between what you're looking for and what the, the different endowments we have that uh, have an interest in that area and see if we can't get you to hook up or I can help you submit a grant application to fund that particular need that you Oh, how have. cool. And, and, you know, this is one of those scenarios where an individual, there's no way you could get a grant by yourself, but going through the community foundation, they do all that for you. And the, the Arkansas community foundation helps oversee the, the, the distribution of those funds, right? <clears throat> That's right. And so the, the community foundation came into being in the eighties and an interesting fact about the village is that we started our own foundation uh, back in 1983, I think. And it was primarily around the arts, supporting mm. uh, the Symphony Guild and you know, trying yeah. to get uh, programs, uh, musical programs into the village. And then uh, later on, they affiliated with the state community foundation, you know, and had a little marriage there where they put their put their umbrella under the big umbrella. And it's been <laughs> rain free ever since. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure people can contact you at hot springs village, arcf.org. Is that correct? Is that the easiest way? That's right. And I have that pulled up hot springs village at arcf.org. And because I guarantee you, there are some people who are thinking, well, I'd like to fund something. And there are some people who are also thinking, 
well, you know, I know of some people that have a need and, and we need to work on this. And, you know, there's so many great, you know, the computers for kids here in the village, the backpack program, the boys and girls club, so many wonderful charities. And the bottom line is, is that, like I say, the silly villagers see a need, they're happy to fill it. Learning through the arts, the speakers bureau, you know, the um, lifelong learning speaker series, all of those programs, you know, are eligible to come to the Community Foundation for support. Well, it's been a pleasure. And I'm sorry, I was going to ask you, but we just assumed we knew you. Jane, how did you get here? What's, <laughs> what, were you, you said well, you came from Omaha and, or your husband. Let, let, me, I'm sorry. let me preface this by saying I've really been around. I, um, I've been a nonprofit manager for decades. And uh, that's at the local, state, national, and international levels, and uh, primarily in disability advocacy. But also, I've done a lot of work in prisoner reentry. Uh, it, interestingly, one thing led to the other. I keep <laughs> wading in deeper. That's the way I see it. And I've retired four times. I you're just, not, apparently, you're, I, you're not a very good quitter is what I'm hearing. No, you. I'm not a quitter. I can't let go. Um, my my most recent uh, employment before coming into this position was as the director of the United Way of the Washita's headquartered down in Hot Springs. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we moved here from Maryland. I worked in the D.C. area for 22 years. Yeah, and how did you get here? How did you get to, to Hot Springs from D.C.? Is it? It's not a first well, straight flight, is it? <laughs> Occasionally, there is a direct flight, but not up. We moved to Maryland from Little Rock. Really? And yes, we lived for 12 years in the Quapaw Quarter in Little Rock. Both of my sons were born and raised there. And we, we always knew we wanted to come back. We just were crazy about Arkansas. We absolutely love it. We love the village. And um, <laughs> My, my husband went out golfing here one day and we bought a lot, but you know, it's a very common story. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch that. You think you're just going to pay for the greens fees. Next thing you know, you're buying a lot. <laughs> Who knew that, right? It, it happens. It happens a lot. I tell you what, we've got, we're a little pressed for time today, but thank you for joining us, Jane. Jane Browning, Arkansas Community Foundation, Hot Springs Village Community Foundation. You want to know more, we're going to have a link at the bottom. We'll put your email address, the phone number, all that fun stuff. Thanks for joining us. I have a sneaky feeling we'll come back. Would you come back with us again? Oh, anytime. And I look I forward to hearing from all you guys out there. Well, thanks. And it's a play. I tell you what, we're going to have, we'll have a show. Um, let's do a show late February about the March concert. Is that okay? Oh, that would be a ten. Fantastic. A truly a pleasure to have you, Jane. And for Hot Springs Dennis Inside Out, I'm Dennis Simpson. She's Jane Browning. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.